Welcome to the Arena Fanatic College Football Talk Podcast. I am your host, Matt Hetzler, joined as always by my favorite co-host, Tyler Smith, Mr. Arena Fanatic. Tyler, did you enjoy that slate over the weekend, bud? It was a great week from Thursday to Saturday, Matt, till Saturday at 3 a.m. It was fantastic. I agree. I, uh... The the new games actually kind of let me down a little bit, but yeah, uh, yeah. The, the rest of the day we had some uh, had some good uh, good ball games. So uh, I know you're interested. You're, I know you're ready to get into some of these games. Uh, just to oh, do yeah. a quick uh, quick recap and get some thoughts on uh, some of the biggest games of this past weekend, Tyler. Mm-hmm. Houston at Tulane. That was a Thursday night one. Thursday night thriller there in New Orleans. Hell, hell of a way to start the week, I'll tell you what. Houston broke out to an early lead. They led by as much as 21, but Tulane had the last laugh as McCleskey scored a touchdown with three seconds left in the game. Justin McMillan accounted for four touchdowns. Stud. Tulane ran all over Houston as expected. Houston met now 1-3 and, and without Derek King. I heard about that, Tyler, and uh, well, I'll uh, I'll touch on Wyoming a little later tonight. Wyoming. Oh shit! I meant Houston. Sorry, sorry. Oh, <laughs> I saw Wyoming here on the uh, on the uh, script here at uh, oh. Well, oh where gotcha. where we needed it. So oh, gotcha. Yeah. Right about Houston. I will be talking about Houston later tonight. Oh, Houston. All righty. How about uh, Matt Utah at USC? And I'm telling you what, Matt, it does not matter who's at quarterback for USC. Matt Fink threw for 351 yards and three scores, Matt. Three scores. This guy just walks on in. And he does have the luxury of throwing to one of the top wide receiver units in the country who made Utah's secondary look pitiful. Utah lost Moss early in the game, which did kind of hurt him, but they did still run the ball well. USC, Matt, only 13 yards rushing, and they still won the game. Yeah, that was a little bit of the Utah uh, self-inflicted wounds there, Tyler. Uh, That was kind of a letdown because uh, I actually really like Utah, and I I didn't think they'd lose this game. But, yeah, I mean, that was a hell of a performance by the uh, now third-string QB. And you're right. You're right, Tyler. That wide-receiving core, oh, man, they're so good. So good. Love All it. right. Well, I've been dying to talk about this game, Tyler. I know it. UCF. That pit. <sighs> Upset City, baby. Uh. Hey, I told you, Pitt had an opportunity to keep this one close because UCF had not seen a defense quite to the caliber of Pitt's. And you know what Pitt's defense did, Tyler? They held UCF to oh, 2.5 yards per carry. And they forced Gabriel into some uncharacteristic turnovers. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, they couldn't stop the passing game. I mean, they let that shit go wide open. But, uh, yeah, if UCF cannot run the ball, Tyler, it really is going to put a put a real uh, strain on that offense. So, Pitt, great job. I mean, Kenny Pickett, oh, boy, not good. <laughs> but he came up big when he needed to, catching the ball that they call the Pitt special. I oh, mean, come on, God. people. Get Come creative. On. Yeah, I Get know. Can creative. we pick a different name? I mean, Jesus, you just changed the city. Oh boy. Uh, I like when I heard Narduzzi say that. I, I just 
He needs to go anyway. Yeah. But that was just evil yeah. words. They're like, what did you call that play? Oh, the pit special. Oh, how, how original special. of you. <laughs> yeah, that's, that is, uh, that's embarrassing. And here's the thing, Matt. I'm thinking about it. I don't think Pitt puts into that in that play if they don't play Penn State and have a horrendous time at the goal line. I think they put that in that week just in case it happened again. And, of course, it had to come against my beloved UCF Knights. I'm... I'm very disappointed, Matt. Uh, hats off to Pitt's front four. They were fantastic all day. UCF will bounce back. I have no concerns. Yeah, but it does kind of leave them out now of a uh, of another New Year's Six Bowl. So that'll that be interesting true. to see how that plays out because that was a big loss for them. So, all right. Tyler, mm-hmm. we were all over this one. Upset here, oh. too. SMU <laughs> at TCU. Talk about this one. Yeah. Yeah, we both agreed, Matt. We said that this TCU, when they faced Purdue, a little bit overreacted, a little overreaction, and we were right. Key to this game, Matt, SMU recovers three fumbles. If if TCU is going to lay it on the ground three times, SMU recovers it three times. With that offense, watch out. First 4-0 start for SMU since 1984. Stangs are ready, baby. Pony up. Yeah, they're actually kind of a, a player now in in the AAC. So yes, they are, and especially uh, I mean, with King with, out. Yeah, with Houston. Houston. Yep. Yeah, that's a big one. That's a big one. Um, next game here, Tyler. Hi. Oh boy, oh this was God. ugly. This was Uh-oh. ugly from the beginning. Ugh. And Ugh. and uh, so we're going to talk about Michigan and Wisconsin here, Tyler. Ah, uh, boy. I had a Michigan fan at my house uh, during this game, and he was uh, he was ready to give up by the end of the first quarter. Oh, I'd imagine. Which is what Michigan seemed to do during the game. So, the O-line, awful. But, okay, I want to get this off my chest, Tyler. Okay, get it. So, Wisconsin, they come out right down the field, punching them out. Michigan answers right back, big, long pass play. Then they fumble inside the 10-yard line. So that was just, just heartbreaking and mm-hmm. brutal. So then they actually get a stop, Tyler. And then Michigan gets the ball back. And then this is just the most ridiculous call I've ever seen in my life. Ooh. ooh, ooh, ooh. Why, why in the fuck do we have replay? I mean, <laughs> clearly a catch. I mean, if you're not going to call that a catch, then what the fuck is a catch? <laughs> Yeah, and you had a lot to get off oh, your chest dude. here. I absolutely hate replay officials. I don't even know why we have it. I mean, at this at this point, I mean, the NFL's worse because now they got the, the PI as a reviewable play, and that's just the dumbest shit ever, too. But these guys never get it right. I mean, holy shit. They got to have, they must have like a grainy-ass TV from 1990 and not be able to see anything. Oh, you know that's a 13-inch TV. Dude, it's clear as fucking day. I mean, that's a catch. <laughs> They needed to. I believe we shouldn't even have to find a catch because a catch is a catch. Oh, okay. Yeah. I had to get that off my chest because I'm still because that completely changed the game. So, I'm going to agree with you on that one, man. I'll I'll agree with you on that yeah. call. It slowed down the momentum. So Michigan had a punt, and then I, I think the very next play, Taylor took it like 70 or 80 yards to the house, and that was ball game, game over. Um, Michigan never recovered, but uh, the offensive line was awful. 
Uh, I know a lot of people are down on Shea Patterson, but what the hell is he supposed to do with that O-line? Uh, 2.1 yards per carry. Uh, the defense just, they were they were on the field over 40 minutes, Tyler. So they might still be mm. great. We don't know. The offense 0 for 11 on third down, four turnovers. Oh. I oh. mean, yes. What it couldn't did, get mean, any, any worse It could not. That. Yeah, I mean, everybody's talking about the defense not being good. But, guys, let's just pump our brakes on that because this offense did not show up, did not do their defense any favors. If you're on the field for 40-plus minutes against a team that's just going to hand it off and gash you all the time, uh, that's not their fault. Going to get worn down. Yeah, so Wisconsin, 359 rushing yards. Taylor, he's a Heisman player, baby. He uh, over 200 yards here, 8.8 yards per uh, per carry. And, again – the defense just was – they just gave Michigan fits. So I wasn't real high on Wisconsin's D. And I wasn't real high on Wisconsin overall, and I was clearly wrong about that. Um, but I think it will be interesting to see what happens here going forward. Uh, Wisconsin still has to play Ohio State and Michigan State, which, I mean, Michigan State's offense isn't very good. Yeah, <laughs> so, that should uh, be a thriller. Yeah, Wisconsin, they're starting to look like a 10-win-plus team. And uh, – yeah, six per and six usual. Tyler was not uh, not very good, but yeah, whatever. Hey, I mean, I uh, I put something out on Twitter. What's the most shocking result from Week Four in college football? And uh, Mitch Boyer six said, "Jim Harbaugh still having a job. Things are getting ugly there in Ann Arbor." Uh, yes, they are. Uh, I mean. We'll, we'll actually talk about Harbaugh here in a little bit as well. Oh, gosh. So, uh, <laughs> all right, let's get out of the oh, Big Ten. Let's go down to SEC country. Auburn at Texas A&M. God, did I not hit this game right on the head, Tyler? You did, unfortunately. Auburn dominated the trenches. This game was ne- uh, after the first touchdown within the first two minutes of the game. This game was never in doubt for Special Auburn. play. They completely just physically manhandled A&M, just wore them out. I mean, 193 yards rushing, which isn't that great, but they were getting 4.6 yards per carry. And Bo Nix, you know, he just did what he had to do. No turnovers. The defense allowed just 2.7 yards per carry, 56 rushing yards overall. And I remember uh, commenting on a tweet last week about how Auburn's defense is just as good as Clemson's. I got a little flag for it. Yeah, Auburn's defense is as good as Clemson's, my my friends. So, on the flip side, on the flip side here, A and M, they outgained Auburn. They, uh, you know, it's like three ninety one to uh, like two ninety nine. But before the last three drives of this game, Tyler, A and M, hundred and fifty six total yards. Mm. Oof, and I think that was mm. on nine or ten drives. So. Yeah, A and M missed a couple field goals, uh, but uh, even with the field goals, I mean, they they were just never in that game. Uh, the O line was bad. Uh, Kellamon, he had a you would think was a big day, um, if you look at the stats. But if you watch that game, yeah, that was all garbage time uh, stuff right there. So it was twenty one three. A and M scores, uh, and then Auburn just goes right down, punches them right back in the face, and, and that was game over. Um, Man, that was a great win for Auburn. I'm telling you. This is a team that you have to look out for. Um, I don't think they're going to have the offense to hang with LSU and, and Alabama, unfortunately. But 
I'm telling you, I think uh, I think Auburn could give George all they want. We'll see a little bit more uh, how Auburn's doing in a couple of weeks when they visit Florida. So this weekend's kind of a look-ahead spot. We'll talk about this game in the upcoming uh, Week 5 preview. So, all right, bud. Uh, you have anything yeah. to say about that game? Uh, just a quick thought. I thought that you mentioning Bo Nix, no turnovers, I think that was the key to the game. He he controlled what he needed to control, and uh, Auburn got the win. That's all yeah. I'm going to say. I know. I hated the talking hit. Like, I just hated listening to all the people like, oh, Kyle feels a tough place to play. It's like, dude, it's really not. I mean, so many teams go in there and beat them. So, they beat LSU there last year. Yeah, and now it's, now it's A&M is overrated or not that good. I mean, I could have told you that back in August if anybody would have listened to me. So, all right, no, bud. Nobody listened to you, I guess. I know. Nobody ever listens to me, except for I'm glad they didn't listen on Wisconsin because it's completely wrong. Uh, <laughs> Appalachian State going into Chapel Hill, Tyler. Uh, what happened there? Well, let me. another game where we called it, Matt. We knew it was going to happen. App State forced three turnovers. At Evans at running back had three rushing scores. UNC had a chance to tie it up, Matt. App State blocked that kick, baby. Yes. What a huge victory, and I'm, I'm just glad to see UNC coming back to life. Thank you, App State. Yes, sir. That was a big win for App State. Uh, when are they going to get the credit that they, they so much deserve? I don't know, man. I don't know what it's going to take. That was actually their first win. In 11 tries over a Power 5 opponent, though, since that big Michigan win. Well, I did Crazy note put them there. in my rankings uh, for the week. Oh, I nice. love this team. I think it's a really good team. So they could run the table here, Tyler. They could. They could. I mean, don't they play uh, South Carolina? Uh, and, might and be a few correct. Weeks, like, and it's like in like a late yeah. October, November game. And they oh could boy. easily win that one. Yeah, by then, who knows what the hell is going to be going on in Columbia. That team is a mess. Ooh. Yeah, you're not lying. All, All right. right, Matt. How about OK State at Texas? Got a little overshadowed because we had the Notre Dame-Georgia game on at the same time, but big-time matchup. Yes, I had both TVs going. I had this on one, and I had Notre Dame on the big game. Uh, big TV, I mean. Uh, Sanders and Hubbard were great for Oklahoma State. A couple costly mistakes by Sanders, but overall, I, I really liked what Oklahoma State did. Uh, they went in a long stretch, Tyler, where they just they couldn't get points on the board. That ended up proving to be the difference maker. Uh, Texas, though, Sam Ellinger, again, he's good. Played really well. Uh, and this was another one that I feel like I kind of hit the head on it in the preview show. Uh, Ingram actually got going for Texas. They got the running game going. 114 yards on the ground for him. But I said Duvernay needed, uh, I said Duvernay and uh, Johnson needed to get separation and find holes. Duvernay did. Big game for him. And on defense, I said, Caden Stearns has to be the guy. Led the team with 12 tackles. Boom. So, uh, and you know, another nice win for Texas. I actually thought Oklahoma State was kind of the better team uh, mm -hmm. based on what I was watching. But, again, I was kind of distracted. I had two games going. Um, so we'll see going forward how uh, Texas and Oklahoma State uh, plays out here for the rest of the season. Couldn't agree with you more on all that, Matt. I think the biggest difference was Ellinger over Sanders. Sanders, I mean, it, it was a big moment. He he wasn't that great. Hubbard kind of carried the load there running back. But uh, overall, a nice one for Texas. I agree, buddy. I agree. 
Okay. We got uh, oh two more games. Oh, this next game. What the? Oh, my. What the hell? Oh. What oh the? Uh, I'm not kidding you. Uh, I'll let you uh, lead it in, then I'll have a comment. Uh, but UCLA <sighs> oh traveling my. to Pullman. Oh, man. This was a, an amazing game. Well, you know, I, I killed off UCLA just a couple weeks ago. And are you are you freaking kidding me, Matt? Washington State. Up 49-17 to 17 in the third quarter. Not the first quarter, not the second quarter. The third quarter, Matt. Gordon throws for nine freaking touchdowns, and they still lost this game to a UCLA team that is piss poor. I, I know, oh, man, I know that, you know, I used to be a Chip Kelly guy, and I've kind of faded away. But uh, he said that he believed that this team, you know, if they could just put four quarters together, they'd be a good team. He's lying to himself. He knows he's lucky as hell to get this win. This defense from Washington State made DTR look like a sure thing, a quarterback. Just awful, Matt. And this, this absolutely kills the Pac-12. It absolutely kills the Pac-12. It's a pure embarrassment. Yeah, I kind of wrote, uh, wrote the Pac-12 off a day early. I forgot Washington State was still undefeated. Uh, yeah. Oh my gosh! I was doing my rankings at one thirty in the morning. You thought uh, it was safe? I mean, I I yeah, woke I up like, and oh, I forty nine seventeen. Okay, Washington yeah. State fifteenth. Yeah. I'll just move yeah. them up. <laughs> I was like, this is an impressive showing. And then, oh my god! I'm like, what the fuck happened here? Yeah. I actually watched the end. Actually, I watched the game. It was till about six minutes left, and I just fell asleep. I couldn't take it anymore. But I woke up, and they were like. And UCLA stuns. I'm like, oh, <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Oh, man. Yeah. You know, I have UCLA under six and a half wins, Tyler. Jeez, that would have been a 0-4 start. I mean, they, they weren't going to find three more wins. No. And, and listen, I don't think UCLA is turning, turning it around or anything. I think oh, this is either. just the craziest shit to happen. I mean, I don't even understand how it's possible. I mean, I... I this is the greatest performance in a loss since Patrick Mahomes set all those records yeah. uh, when when they lost to Oklahoma. Oklahoma, yeah. yeah. So, oh my gosh, what a oh Mike Leach. Yeah. I tried to find his post game interview, but I still have not been able to locate it. Uh, I haven't seen that either. That's just that's just a brutal loss. I mean, they they handled it. I mean, they kind of just started packing it up, and then once you pack it up, Tyler. It's always hard to get back in that rhythm, but I mean, uh, damn, they were up thirty-two points with six <laughs> minutes to go in the fourth, uh, third quarter. Uh. Uh, yeah, it seems impossible. There is a ninety-nine percent chance that U- Washington State was going to win that game at forty-nine seventeen, and uh, well, that one percent happened. Uh, uh, absolutely insane. Well, um, this was the big one, Tyler. Georgia at—I mean, Notre Dame at Georgia. Ah, where to begin? This was a hell of a game. And yeah. if you listened into the uh, preview podcast, we we both picked Notre Dame to win. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I feel like we won. Uh, yeah, I don't feel argument. bad about it. No, me either. And and I mean, it it they hung with Georgia for I'd say about three and a half quarters. There was mm-hmm. a period there late in the third. Uh, where the offense wasn't moving the ball and that defense kind of got wore down. But then they made a hell of a comeback in the fourth. Uh, I'm telling you, Book was good. Uh, He did have two picks, but Notre Dame played a sloppy, sloppy game. Uh, Twelve penalties 
and you can't yeah. go on the road and win games with 12 penalties. Um, but other than that, I mean, uh, Cole Komet, the, the tight end, what a monster game. I mean, he is a monster. He's a, he's a hell of a weapon for uh, Ian Book. He's probably going to be a first-rounder in the NFL draft. I mean, he's just a monster. Um, man, I, I was really bummed uh, when they actually had a chance to win the game there. Um, but for Georgia, from you know, it's not much you, not much else you can say about the guy. He's a winner, uh, efficient, uh, always keeps a cool head. Yeah. But I'm telling yeah. you, the, the, the Georgia play calling a little strange to me. Um, they they actually could have probably put this game away, but it seemed like Kirby Smart was like, "All right, we're fine," you know, we're up. I mean, what were they up? Thirteen or something like that. Yeah, they were up thirteen. Yeah, and again took his pedal, or took his foot off the pedal, and you cannot do that in any games, especially a game against another team. Uh, but they look good on the ground. Swift and uh, Heron carried the load. The defense looked good too. Uh, but I'm telling you, I know a lot of people. Thought Georgia was the best team in the country. And if you thought that, then Notre Dame has to be your second best team in the country because they went toe-for-toe toe in Athens no doubt. with these guys. So uh, what was no your thoughts on it. that game, Tyler? Uh, well, you know, I, I said Jake Fromm was he's just going to nickel and dime, and he nickeled and dimed. They end up winning. Ian Book, Matt, here's, here's what I think I wanted to see out of Notre Dame. Maybe some more designed runs for Book. I mean, he's not the greatest runner, but at least to keep him honest, they only had 46 rushing yards on the day. So maybe maybe that would have been a nice little wrinkle they could have threw in there, maybe to keep Georgia on their toes. Overall, though, I came away impressed with Notre Dame. I think they were just as physical as Georgia is, and usually that's the big knock on Notre Dame is, oh, they're not going to be physical enough to compete with the SEC teams. But uh, they were, I mean, if you watch that game, my gosh, these guys were hitting. Uh, agreed, but they were really fast. Um, that defense is really good for Notre Dame. They're, they're not going to lose the rest yeah. of the season. I would agree. Um, I would agree. Yeah. I, Notre Dame, I was more impressed with Notre Dame after that game than I was Georgia. So take that however you want it, Georgia yeah. fans. Yeah. That's that's probably one one of the few misses that I'm like, you know what? I don't even care that I missed that pick because I feel like we were right on it. But we were. Props to Georgia. Props to Georgia. Yeah, another big win for them. So they'll stay up there in the rankings, and uh, they'll run through everybody else on their schedule until they get to uh, Auburn. So. Yes, indeed, Matt. Yes, so, indeed. Yeah, Georgia plays and, uh, uh, Florida, and that's about it for the next uh, like eight games. So. Oh. Or five games. Lovely. SEC. SEC. Yeah, SEC. Oh, man. All right, right, Matt. uh, Any other quick mentions that uh, games that you you briefly saw that flew under the radar? Uh, Not that I know of, bud. I've got one. Miami, Matt. The freaking Hurricanes. What an embarrassment of a program this is. They won 17-12 to over Central Michigan. Only had 51 yards on the ground. They got a soft-ass offensive line, Matt. That is a, that's the softest. Oh, gosh, I just want to keep going, but they're just soft as hell. They need to figure this out. This is Miami, okay? You need to figure it out. But I'm done with that. I, I don't want to talk about them anymore because they kind of 
kind of upset me. Matt, three trending teams up for the week. What do you have? Uh, SMU, 4-0 start. Uh, go on big places under Sonny Dykes. Uh, he's finally caught his uh, found his rhythm there uh, at SMU. Cal. Cal goes on the road, SEC country, gets a big win. And now they host Arizona State in a primetime matchup Friday night. Um, I'm telling you, Cal. I was kind of high on them coming to the season. I know you were not. But, damn, they look really good, uh, at least mm-hmm. on the defensive side of the ball. And then my third team trending up, Auburn. Uh, I mean, I'm just, I'm just impressed by this team. So the defense is great. Uh, I know a lot of people still aren't giving them their credit, but this is a team that deserves credit. So Auburn would be my third team trending up. I'm going to have Auburn as well, Matt. I know that's probably stunning for you to hear that coming out of my mouth, but mm-hmm. Auburn trending up. Number two, San Jose State topples Arkansas. I'm uh, The SEC should probably just push Arkansas out of the league at this point. They're, they're damn pitiful. Yeah, San Jose State, I mean, they've got two wins already. That's, that's unheard of there in San Jose. And App State, Matt, trending up. All right, trending up, Tyler. Now, how about trending down? Who you got? Oh, man. South Carolina, trending down. Oh, yeah. These guys these guys are pitiful, man. I, I don't even know what to say. Let me tell you, I think, I think the games versus Tennessee, Kentucky, and Vanderbilt must champ. He's got to win those, or I think he's toast. My second team, Arkansas, as we mentioned, they lost to San Jose State. That that should be, that should never happen. Like never no, happen. Ever. And trending down, number three, Northwestern. I mean, I've given up all hope that they might be promising after that performance. Yes, completely uh, pathetic performance there. Not only uh, did I have the under in that game. Oh boy, I took Northwestern in the points. So uh, I was better off just flushing the money down the toilet. But hey. <laughs> Let's get into my trending down, Tyler. I got A&M, which I probably shouldn't have put them up by trending down because I already thought they were a seven-win yeah. max team. Uh, but, God, they, they're they just they're not It's good. lackluster. Lackluster. Uh, they, it? There's nothing explosive about that offense right now. No, not at all. They played two really good teams, and we, we saw what, what's happened there. So my next trending, I had Miami here, Tyler, based on that Central Michigan game. Oh. God. I mean, this I team, this you. program's in the toilet. It was at least dangling above the toilet. <laughs> now it's actually in the toilet. Remember uh, when we thought they looked pretty good after that Florida game? That seems like years ago. Yeah, I just, uh, man, th- these Florida schools outside of Florida just can't find the right coach. Uh, like, it's, Manny it's Diaz brutal. was not the guy to hire. But hey. <sighs> I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna give them a little bit of time, but I don't like what I see right now. I'll tell you that they're wasting an amazing defense. Uh, yep, yeah. yes they sure are. And then my third team turning down with Houston, uh, because of that Come blown up. lead the other night, and then now also the uh, news about De'Ara King leaving the program. Uh, yeah, can I get a, some quick thoughts on that? Yeah. What yeah, are you, yeah. What are your thoughts? Well, the the okay. So when I first saw this. My initial reaction was, oh, shit, he's going to be at Oklahoma next year. <laughs> no, no, Oklahoma has their quarterback. Who? Next year? 
Yeah, they are, they already have their guy. Don't worry about it. You best, don't think they want the Air King? Top top prospect in the country at quarterback, and I've seen this guy uh, on a Netflix series. I think he's the real deal. Oh boy, what Netflix series was it? This was a legit one. This wasn't Last Chance You like Malik Henry style. This this is like them following them in high school. So highly recommend it. It's uh, pretty good stuff. All right. Well. Uh, but Matt, when I saw this news, here's my thought. So we put in the we put in the four game red shirt for a reason, right? Because we wanted some of the younger guys to be able to get opportunity and like garbage time and whatnot. Because before it was only two games. But now I think we've opened up a new wrinkle to it, and I don't like I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I understand why he's doing it because they're one and three, but to me it just seems kind of weak. Just play out, just play out the year. Yeah, you know you're kind of quitting on your team, and this is uh, the true definition of it right here. Yes. There wasn't an injury. You're one and three. You're supposed to be the guy. You got upset. Well, it wasn't an upset, but to them it was an upset to Tulane in a miracle ending. But, hey, I, I just don't like it. I don't like it at all. Yeah, I'm right there with you, bud. And uh, the whole transfer thing has just kind of become a joke. And, yeah, uh, I don't like that either. It's it, you know, it's just a little It's over the top. Like, I understand some transfers, but, like, just transferring because... I don't know. Like, I mean, you you have the opportunity. You were a former wide receiver turned into a quarterback, and now all of a sudden you're too big time for Houston? Okay. Right. Yeah, I'm right there with you, but I, I didn't like that news either. And I, I don't think Dana Holgerson's a great coach anyway, but uh, it, it kind of sounded like Jared King said, you know, there might be some other guys thinking about doing it too, which – Oh, Man, I, I don't. I, if that happens, college football is kind of, it's kind of, kind of be ruined, in a way. Think yeah. about it. You know, you have a bad start to the season. You're like, oh, I'll just sit out and transfer. Oh my gosh! And Derek King doesn't get a chance to play in a bowl game, Matt. And those are so special. Hey, don't knock the bowl games, Tyler. I love the bowl I games. So I had to. All right. All right. Let's let's, uh, let's move on. Oh yeah. Listen, All right, Matt. Let's go to the next segment. I want to hear this week what team is debt to you. Well, that's a great question, Tyler, because uh, I left it blank. Ooh. There's no teams that are debt to me this week, Tyler. I like everybody. Wow. I thought maybe Harbaugh was going to make an offer. Uh, no, see, I'm Michigan. not. I'm not going to. I'm not going to sell Michigan just yet. Wow, I'm stunned. I thought for sure that Michigan was going to be right there. Nope, nope. But I mean, I was wrong on Wisconsin. Maybe I'm not wrong on Michigan. Maybe I was just wrong on Wisconsin. <laughs> they, can, they can still win the East, Tyler. They they have all their well, important games in front of them. I'll say this, Matt. When they lose the Rutgers next week because they don't have a quarterback that's able to play, uh, I'll, I'll be excited to hear what you have to say to them here in this segment. Uh, if they lose to Rutgers, they might as well just uh, bulldoze the big house and start fresh. <laughs> All right, Matt. Well, here's what I got. Wyoming, you're dead to me. Listen, Matt, after the win over Missouri, I figured maybe I was wrong about the Cowboys. 
And that's something that I typically don't want to do after week one. But I said, my God, they beat Missouri. That's a pretty damn good win. And then after Missouri, they snuck out a win versus Texas State. They barely beat Idaho. Freaking Idaho, Matt. And then Tulsa. Freaking Tulsa, who's won one or two games probably for the past three years, beats them. End of the day, the reality is, Matt, I was told by a Wyoming fans, oh, this is a great team. These guys are going to be really good. End of the day, they're not a great team, Matt. And they will probably exceed my four-win expectation, but they're still not a good team. They're dead to me. Wyoming, you're dead. All right, all right, all right. Well, uh, since you're all fired up and everything, Tyler, I'll go mm-hmm. ahead and put you on the hot seat. Okay, I am on the hot Matt, I'm taking somebody off. The person that I said would be fired first, Brent Brennan, San Jose State's coach, got a miracle win versus Arkansas. They still might end up firing, but right now he's probably not going to be the first guy. And I took another guy off of my hot seat, Clay Helton. I took him off. I'm telling you this. He he pulled out a miracle. If you watch that game, his face looked like his job was on the line. Willie Taggart, you're still on the list. Jeremy Pruitt, my God, you're still on the list. Three oh. points. Yep. Must champ, welcome to the hot seat. It's official. And Frank Wilson at UTSA, he is now my new first head coach to be fired. They're they, awful. That they are awful. Uh, I just got hardball here, Tyler. Oh, man. The reason I have Harbaugh in the hot seat is because if they do not beat Michigan State and Ohio, he has to win Michigan State and Ohio State. You think and? Yes, I figured maybe just Michigan State. No, 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 no. He has to beat Ohio State this year because they're in the big house. They might as well be dead to you then because that ain't happening. Crazy things have happened, but... I'm telling you, he has to win those two games. And if he doesn't, he won't be at Michigan at the end of the year because Michigan fans cannot continue to watch this. Just what? Uh, it's going to send me right back into my, my rant. <laughs> like, what the, what the hell are they doing? Like, they bring this guy, flashy, flashy OC in. Like, let that dude yeah. call his plays. It seemed like Harbaugh was calling most of that shit. Oh, no. Well, guess what? I, I recently heard that. He hired the guy without ever meeting him face to face. I don't know if that's true or not, but I, that's what I heard. That's I, crazy. I I believe it. I mean, the chemistry with that all. I I don't know. They gotta they gotta figure stuff out. and They gotta figure it out quick because uh, Harbaugh will not be there if he does not beat those two teams. And if he is, then Michigan's uh, making a huge mistake. They clearly don't want to go anywhere. I know. And uh, interesting, real quick. Uh, on since you're um, Clay Hilton off the hot seat, if he yeah. continues to win games, where the hell is Urban Meyer going to be next year? Ah, that's a great question. Tennessee, I, I guess. I guess Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey, trust me, awesome? it would not surprise me if he would turn around and go to Michigan. It would be. I I would love to see Urban at USC though, because I feel like college football is so much better when their talent level and coaching level is at a five five star so i'd love to see it but right now i mean clay helton he's i don't know he's winning games he's winning games with third string quarterbacks yeah he might end up being the best of them all so uh all right but let's move on to our heisman top five you want to go first Mm. 
Yeah, I'll, I'll take it. Uh, number one, Chubba Hubbard. Nine TDs on the season. He had a good performance versus Texas. I'm keeping him at number one. Number two, Joe Burrow. He threw like six touchdowns versus Vanderbilt. Tua doing Tua things. Jalen Hurts doing Jalen Hurts things at number four. And number five, Matt, I'm keeping him here. Evan Weaver. He had 22 tackles last week. He has 63 tackles already this season. Yeah, I got Joe Burrow, number one. Um, God, that offense is so fun to watch. Yeah. I honestly can't. I, the the freaking uh, Alabama-LSU game needs to get here because that's going to be so much fun that's to watch. That's going to be fun to watch for once. I know. My God, that's going to be awesome. Uh, Tua, number two. Jalen Hurts, number three. Number four, Jonathan Taylor. And uh, number five, your boy Hubbard. Got him still at the top five. Jub-a-jub. Jub-jub. No, no love for uh, the defense. I mean, no, Evan uh, Weaver only had 22 tackles last, yeah, last that game, doesn't, That doesn't matter, Tyler. That's uh, incredible. Defensive guys don't it's win incredible. Uh, Heisman trophies. Uh, they might not win it, but I'm, I'm keeping him there until he disappoints me. I mean, the guy might have over 100 tackles after six games. He could have easily 200 tackles this year. I mean, if he had 200, then he might get an invite, but he's not going to get 200 tackles. Hey, that'd be nice. All right, Matt, I want to know. I want to know, after week four, what does your playoff plus two look like? Uh, it looks like a lot of SEC teams. Uh, oh, I know. It's hard It's hard for me to do this. Uh, Bama, number one in the country. And then I got Ohio State bumped up to number two here. Ohio State looks great. I'm telling you. They, they, uh, they fell down. We actually had that game on. It was 5 nothing. Miami, Ohio. I think Ohio State then ripped off a uh, seventy-seven straight. So that was a hell of a performance uh, for Chuck Martin. Uh, Clemson, number three. Georgia, number four. LSU and Auburn round out my two wild card spots. All right, Matt. I've got Clemson, number one. Number two, Alabama. Number three, LSU. Number four, Georgia. Number five, your War Damn Eagles, and number six. Ohio State, it was between Ohio State and Oklahoma. I think both their competition levels have not been great so far. So you kind of pick your poison. Yeah, I have Oklahoma 7 as well. So Makes sense, Matt. I'm telling you, Makes sense. about those seven teams, you cut that off. I think any one of those seven could win a national title. I I think it's going to be – I want to know I want to know what Ohio State looks like versus – a top tier team and we haven't got to see that same with Oklahoma I I need to see something all the other teams that we talked about <coughs> talked about um well Alabama really hasn't met anybody either but LSU yes Georgia yes Auburn yes Clemson was supposed to kind of sort of text A&M but not really they're just gonna dominate everybody uh, agreed, agreed, bud. All right, man. Well, sorry, guys. The week four recap, it may have run a little long, but uh, we had to make some extra time for my rants. So It's kind of a big week. Tyler, it, it was a big week, and uh, we're back to kind of like the, the not-so-great slate of games, but uh, again, we will break all those down for you here on Wednesday. You'll be able to listen to it late Wednesday, Thursday morning. Uh, take us out here, Tyler. Um, tell everybody where they can follow us and, and where they can find the pod. Well, Matt, uh, real quick, 
my best bet won week four, Louisiana plus four. Did your best bet win? Uh, no. Lost by a half oh. point. Oh, Charlotte, man. Brutal. I had Charlotte 41 and a half and lost yeah. by 42. And I think it did get to 42 points at one point. So that's very unfortunate, Matt, but great effort. But, uh, yeah, you can find us on Twitter. You can find Matt at the hats you can find me at arena fanatic and you can find our podcast at cfb podcast okay you can find us on itunes spotify google play stitcher crazy thing about google play matt if you type in arena fanatic uh-oh uh-oh are, are you uh oh no he's giving me the grammy award he's playing the music so we need to end it Oh, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. All right, ladies and gentlemen, find us there. Five-star review, all the great stuff. We appreciate you listening. We can't wait to talk about week five. Good night. <laughs>